So how's married life? Married life is pretty fun. I bet it is. It's all fun until, you know, you're just laying in bed and their butt's pointing towards you. You're like, man, they look cute when they're sleeping and they just rip a huge one. (laughs) And you're like, okay, that's a little cute. And it stops being cute when that just, that that smell just wafts past your nose. You're like, okay, that's not so cute. Did did your wife shart in your bed? (laughs) No, that's not, no, no, that's never happened. (laughs) <laughs> why did that happen with you no not either of us actually started well it's under debate whether i did or not <laughs> i might have <laughs> <My worst. laughs> all right <laughs> i don't care if people know that about me Hey guys, welcome to Gamer News Radio. As you can tell, we are recording pretty late at night. Well, actually, you probably wouldn't be able to tell because probably by tomorrow morning or Sunday when this episode is up, with very little editing, so you're going to see what a maybe a partially unedited episode sounds like. You know, it just means that we're going to be a little more loopy than we typically are. Yes, it is. It is 10.49 at night, and we've both been working all day. It's true. Although I think you were off like early, like way earlier than I. Well, you you were on and off later rather than I was. Yeah, I clocked in at one today, and then I got home at I clocked out at nine. Yeah, it's a good eight-hour day. Seven hours, but who's counting? It feels like twelve hours when you have to deal with the people that I have to deal with. Always does. Yeah. So yeah, guys. Besides all that, we should we we'll bore you with our well, I don't know what I don't know Nathan's stories about work are boring, but oh my my work stories are like horribly boring. Oh, and I won't I won't repeat them because uh, they're not worth repeating. They're that boring. They listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're listening to the show, you're better off. Actually, at one Let... time I thought I thought about making another podcast called called retail horror stories oh got boy plenty of those but i think uh, that could get me fired it, it might you know what table that until you do get fired i mean god forbid you do you get fired but like if you do get fired that's it that's like a great idea and then i could like i don't work in retail anymore but i could delve into my memory of my blockbuster days and we can have a party well, I do have two good stories I can tell right now real fast. Go for it. Because one time I had a customer, I was trying to help a whole bunch of people. He asked me, are you just, are you retarded and slow? Because he was taking so slow to get to him. And I was like, no, sir, I'm just autistic. About how tall did he feel at that moment? Um, He didn't, he just kind of just, you know, you can't, I think he realized that no matter how he responds to that, he's going to look like a jerk. So about uh, three foot two. 
Yeah. Then I had one guy uh, call me a motherfucker. Oh, that's a that's that's just lobbying you a joke, dude. It, oh, it was the perfect setup because I was like, "Well, my wife is the mother of my kids, so technically you're not wrong there." <laughs> <laughs> See, I probably like in my head, and this is obviously not me in real life because I'm too nice apparently. But like, my, my immediate temptation would be to would be like, "I don't know, did I fuck your mom?" Yeah. Oh, I, I, I really need to curb sarcasm, but some people just make it way too easy, especially when working retail. Dude, they're lobs, man. They're just lobbing it over the plate. Like you'd have to be, you'd have to be pretty like slow on the uptake, like myself, to not knock those out of the park. Oh, there's been a few times where someone said something to me, and then like two minutes, I'm like, oh, I just, I should, and it comes to mind, I was like, man, I should have said that. Oh, well, too late. <laughs> in, in those rare occasions that I'm actually, like, really quick-witted, and I just throw something out, my immediate thought is, like, should I have said that? I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, my usual thoughts is, like, is this going to get me fired or coached? Or am I just going to get pulled, pulled into the office and told I can't do that no more? And if it's coached or pulled into the office, then it's, it's worth it. Hey, man. I work in an office now. I, I don't get many chances to screw up that bad. <laughs> I mean, the HR department is literally down the hall. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a story about that because they used to uh, fire people in the front of the store. And this was when I was working overnights, and I got called to the front of the store to the front office. So for like five minutes, I'm walking to the front office, and I'm freaking out. Turns out they just wanted me to change the trash bag in the trash can. This was when I was working overnight maintenance. Oh, man. So you're already lacking, like, I assume you're already lacking sleep on that one, yeah? Uh, that was about, like, 3 a.m. in the morning, so yeah. Yeah, and then, like, they're like, hey, we need you at the front of the office. And obviously, about, about like, 3 in the morning, the first thing that pops in your head, what the hell? <laughs> So, as some of you probably already noticed, we do have another special guest. My one-year-old son, Noah, is joining us once again because he does not want to sleep. And kids often don't want to sleep when you want to do something important. Or, 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 or so I'm told. Yeah, yeah, Nathan, don't have kids. Don't have kids. Hey, we're um not sold on the idea. <laughs> You're not sold on the idea of kids yet? Nope. Okay. Hey, dude, you know me. You've seen me operate. Would you trust me with a kid? Well, compared to a lot of the other people who I know from the cosmic community, yes. Okay, comparatively speaking, okay. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't trust me with a kid. I'd trust you with a kid. I mean, it's either trusting you or trusting Preacher. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so... In the first bit of news is some it's a serious bit of news. Uh all if you don't know about the Ryan Ridiker case, Ryan Ridiker was a guy who was at home playing video games with his girlfriend and it got kinda loud to the point where the customer I mean where their not customer uh where their neighbor called the cops on them because they were keeping him up with their loud music and their loud video games. 
So and to get the cops there faster, he said it might have been it might be a domestic. They might be getting physical with each other. So the cops oh, came. You gotta be kidding me. So the cops came, and knocked on his door. And this is over in Phoenix, Arizona, where you can legally carry a gun in public. And they didn't really introduce themselves, say they were cops. And one of the other things they did was when the they looked when he looked through the people, he could not see them. They were standing on either side of the door, and when he comes out, he did not know what it was. He had his gun in his hand. One cop shined a really bright flashlight in his face, so he couldn't see what it was. But as soon as he realized it was a cop, he started getting down on the ground. And as, as he was putting the gun on the ground and getting down to surrender, Officer Jeff Cook shot him three times in the back from behind. As he was getting on the ground, as you can see in the actual badge cam video. It's taken them this long for the courts to do anything. They have actually settled with the family for an undisclosed amount. But that's not the victory that we're going for. Officer Jeff Cook has not been charged with a crime. He is still on duty. If you want to hear more about the Ryan Ridiker case, go to Facebook and look up Justice for Ryan Ridiker. That brought my night down. You didn't know about that one? I've been a little busy. Oh. Oh, and not to mention the game that they were playing was Crash Bandicoot. And he had just come from his daughter's graduation. And this happened back in, I think it was either May or March. Now, let that be a lesson to everybody out there. Actually, no, there's no lesson involved. That's just a sucky situation. Yeah. And other news, I'll let you talk about this, Nathan, even though I was the one who brought this to your attention. It's true. Dude, I thought we were going to lead off on this since we had the whole kid segue. Yeah, I just found out about the Ryan Whitaker thing. Like, I've been tracking that for, I've been tracking that since it happened, but uh, this, uh, so I just found out about the settlement that they did. You know, there's our segue. We got a one-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... This one was, uh, this is about two, I want to say like a couple days old on Twitter. Um, we got a notification that the six-year-old prod- uh, Call of Duty prodigy, Rowdy Rogan, has been permanently banned by Activision on grounds, I believe, of um, terms of service violation. I think that's kind of, I, honestly, I think that's kind of stupid because, yeah, he's six-year-old. Some people say he should not be playing that game. But how how many of us have played games that we were not technically supposed to? Yeah. I'm one of them. It's a it's an interesting situation. Um, this is one where we obviously have uh parental supervision throughout mm-hmm. his uh, online career. Dude was like apparently really good at this game. Yeah. Um, and his dad was sitting right next to him the entire time. Right, so you clearly have a situation of parental uh, supervision throughout the experience of of gameplay. Um, But we also have a situation where the terms of service, when you you, uh, sign up for um, Activision's, I guess it was their online service? Yeah. Because obviously if it were were offline, they'd they'd probably never know. But... uh, being given access to their online service, you have to the the terms of service specifically say that you either have to be 18 years old or have parental supervision or have parental supervision. Now the trouble is 
that most online applications, uh, and I have to look further into this because never, I've never really actually understood why they do this. Um, if you sign up for anything online, um, most of the uh, terms of service will stipulate that you have to be at least 13 years of age. So my, my understanding is that Activision was going on this kind of, um, this kind of mindset. The, he's obviously not 13. Um, and he's obviously not 18. So in their minds, I suppose that they're, um, excuse me, um, I suppose that their um, terms of service would would cover them. Let me reference a uh, uh, an article from Polygon.com. There's a they actually go into the ser the terms of service agreement a little specifically. Um, now. Quote, in a different section about Activision accounts, the terms of service say, subject to, to, subject to any applicable age ratings or other restrictions, you may establish an Activision account only if, one, you are 18 years of age and a natural person in your country of residence, or two, if your parent or guardian reads and accepts the terms of, uh, the terms of this agreement and, act, and the Activision privacy policy on their and your behalf if you are aged 13 or over, but under 18 years of age. It's weird, that, but it also sucks. Yes, but I think they should actually make an exception because he was good at this game. He brought some, you know, he bring, you know, some, you know, an audience to, to you know, to the game. It's true. And um, honestly, and by doing this, and it happened while he was actually playing, that just that just adds a whole new layer of Activision. Kind of looks like a jerk right now, especially oh, when you see him, especially when you see him do. crying into his father's chest as it happened. Yeah, uh, honestly, this is an optics nightmare for Activision, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, on one hand. There is absolutely no way that Activision would have known that he'd be streaming at the time. So basically everybody saw the saw the ban happen and they saw the reaction happen in real time. Mm -hmm. um, the curious thing about it, though, is um, Twitch also has minimum age requirements, but they haven't banned him. So maybe, like, uh, honestly, I'm thinking that Twitch just doesn't care. Yeah, and I, like I said, he had a big audience, so he's bringing, you know, a younger crowd to Twitch as well. True. Um, so. You know what I think? Um, sorry, one more, one more thing that I think about uh, Twitch. Um, I think they felt that um, he was in, he was okay to play since the parent was with them um during streams yeah and that yeah that too and that's pretty much all the news we have for this week so well, there, there's one more note on this story it turns oh. out that uh the rowdy rogan team is going to be uh, uh um, and of course i'm gleaning all this information from the tweet itself um i think they're going to be talking to activision to see if they can get this overturned so um Best of luck to you, Rogan. Um, hopefully you can keep doing what you're doing because you seem to be really good at it. Yeah, I mean, and this could turn into like a full-on career for him too. Oh, dude already has like three sponsors. I'm still trying to do that. 
You got one sponsor. You got Gamer News Radio. <laughs> That's true. We pay cookies. But dude, three. He's got three and he's six. <laughs> so That's probably why he's got three sponsors. Really, I'm like th- I'm 37. How's that gonna happen for me? <laughs> so let's move on to our actual discussion. Right. Which because this has been a very special week. Which was the video, the two, the 2020 video games awards, which turned out that some huge upsets. It's true. Some some game. There was one game that that won, and we were all like, "Um, what?" It's true. Hey, considering that this, that, though, considering that this one game was the subject of a huge lawsuit, refunds. And a major controversy when it was first released. You know, controversies kind of tend to sell. So I'm, I'm oh, that's true. I wouldn't be surprised if that actually. But this controversy did not sell. It ended up in oh. a whole bunch of refunds. Oh no, no, I totally get that. Um, but hey, before we get started on that bit of news, um, what was the big take? What was your big takeaway from uh, from the Game Awards? What was like the one thing that like, really got your attention when it happened. One big thing that... Um, apparently, uh... Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of it. Well, one, it kind of turned into the new E3 with all those new trailers and stuff. Oh, so true. So I think they just did that to fill time. Oh, they always do. And, uh, apparently everyone loves Last of Us 2. It's true. I have not. E- I've I've only started playing the first one. Yeah, I'm not even all the way through the the first one myself. I I actually I was I was already gonna play The Last of Us two. Um, the problem is that I hadn't finished Last of Us one yet, so I figured I'm not gonna buy it until I finish the first game. But the biggest biggest takeaway that I got. It's perfectly okay to accept award and have the other person standing on the outside of your window while you're accepting that award. Oh my god, I saw that one too. (laughs) No, that was hilarious. That was one of the best examples of social distancing, I'm sorry, physical distancing I have ever seen in my life. That was just clever. They're both mic'd up and they're just separated by glass. It It was awesome. It kind of seemed like kind of a creeper moment because it wasn't that like his house too. It's true, and they're neighbors. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay, my, so uh, my big takeaway moment was uh, a certain Smash character reveal in uh, at the big in the. Uh, actually, no, there were two. There were two. Um, one was the performance of Last Surprise from uh, Persona Five Strikers by Lynn and the Persona 5 band, and oh, oh my gosh, her voice is awesome even when she speaks. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna be truthful here. I just watched the awards part. I didn't really watch many of the trailers because oh, no, it, was, it was late at night. I was just trying to get through it. Though no, I do have, I do have to say that one. There was one trailer that I got really excited about, then I was kind of let down at the same time. Uh, the the Evil West trailer. Did you see that one? Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. I, I'm like, you know, this is interesting. This looks like, you know, what it looked like to me. Dark Watch. Yes, dude, you're like the first person I know who's heard of that game. Oh my gosh, I love that game. And yeah, dude. One, 
And when I saw that, I was like, is, wait, is Dark Watch coming back? Oh my gosh, I look, I want this game so bad. I remember playing on the original Xbox. And it wasn't Dark Watch. Nope. But I'm still going to buy this one. I was kind of just laughing at the name, but dude, I might buy it too. I like Westerns. Me too. I mean, unless you play Red Dead Redemption Online. Well, Red Dead Redemption 2 Online, which apparently a lot of people have a lot of problem with right now. Well, yeah, I like I it. I feel like they're pulling. I feel like um, Rockstar, even though they really, really want to support Red Dead Two, they're still pouring a bunch of resources into uh, Grand, Grand Theft Auto, Auto Online. Five. Yeah, the one, the, I think, the only game in history that is going to be across three generations of consoles. Oh, holy crap! You're right. I'm still gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have it for PS4. I'm not gonna buy it again. <laughs> not even with the new content. Nah, no, no. No, if you get a, I think if you get a PS5, you'll get a, a free copy. Depends on when I get a PS5. Well, that's true. If we can ever get a PS5. Right. No, my, um, I don't really want to get a PS5 yet. My, my eyes are firmly set on an RTX 30 series, uh, graphics card, which are <laughs> unavailable freaking everywhere. Oh, speaking about the PS5, my, uh, my Walmart made TikTok. Because of the PS5. Oh, that was you guys. And not in a good way. Ooh. Are you talking about the one where they're talking, where they're complaining about the employees buying the uh, PS4s and they've been waiting in line since 3 a.m. and then they came in before 7 and they saw some employees buying a PS5? No. You talking about no, that I TikTok? Do. Yeah. No, I thought it was some. I thought it was some sort of like dancing TikTok thing no, that's been happening no. like everywhere. No, no, no. This was uh, this was a bad to talk, and management's not happy about it. I was not, I was not involved. Good, good. I, I'd have hoped you wouldn't have been. They had a really good lineup for that for that for, the, uh, for that award. Yeah, for the pe- for the award, and for the people that were announcing the awards. Oh my God. Oh boy. Keanu Reeves. Right. Hey, so he's let, in a video game now. He's totally allowed. Yeah, he'll live forever. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so let's start with the esports team. I'm gonna be honest; I haven't really watched esports because honestly, I don't have time to watch esports anymore. So the nominees were G2, yeah, G2 Esports, Damn Wan Gaming, Dallas Empire. I'm pretty sure they're from Dallas. San Francisco Shock. I think they won the last time you guys were talking about uh, the game, the game awards on the last podcast that we were on. Mm-hmm. That would have been like two years ago, because I, yeah. I know I didn't record last year. Yeah, that that was a live episode too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, uh, yeah, we can't do that now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Team Secret, with the winner being G2 Esports. All right, and for uh, eSports host, we had... I'm just going to go by the um, by the nicknames because that first one's going to throw me off. Uh, we got Shocks, Golden Boy, Machine, Dash, and Sheever, and the winner was Shocks. Up next is eSports Games. The, lo- the nominees were League of Legends, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Fortnite... And Valorant, and the winner was League of Legends. I am surprised that 
one of those games is a really old game too, which is uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive. Right, dude. Counter Strike Go is so freaking old, and I'm I'm actually surprised. I'm like you. I'm surprised that it's that it hit the running. That's kind of the sign of some like real staying power. Yeah. Uh, you remember when like you die if you wanted to rejoin onto another server, you had to pull up that console command. No, because I never played it. Oh. <laughs> there's one thing that like people need to know about me especially since i especially since i since i uh do twitch streaming i rarely if ever do any kind of like competitive game <laughs> most of my attention is usually on like like um single player story driven stuff sometimes i'll dabble but uh counter-strike go is not one of those games i'm actually kind of scared of it Anyway, moving on to uh, esports event. The nominees were League of Legends World Championship 2020, Blast Premier Spring 2020 European Finals, Call of Duty League Championship 2020, uh, IEM Catalyst 2020. I hope I didn't screw that one up, and the Overwatch League Grand Finals 2020. With the winner being League of Legends World Championship 2020. Another old game that's been around for years that is still in the running, too. Well, League of Legends? Yes. Heck yeah. That game will run on a potato, dude. <laughs> okay, next up is eSports Coach. First, we have uh, Danny Zonic Sorensen. Uh, I'm probably going to murder this name. Uh, Day He Krusty Park. Oh, you did good. Fabian Grabs Loman, Lee Zeffa G Min. I'm probably killed. I probably ruined that one. You might have killed that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. And Raymond Rambo Lassar. Oh, and the winner was Danny Zonic Sorensen. All right, for esports athlete. Um, again, I'm just gonna do the the name the um. Their call signs, I guess. Um, Showmaker, Crimzik, Canyon, Shotzi, and Zaiwu. And the winner was Showmaker. And in the content creator of the year, we have Valkyrie, Alana Pierce, Nathan Hall. I mean, ooh, wait, what? That's a secret, man. <laughs> no one was supposed to know. <laughs> J.N. Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman, with the winner, Valkyrie. So congratulations to all you esports and content creator persons. I'm, le- I'm legitimately glad that you guys won those awards. Congratulations to you all. You all want right, to take the next ca- okay, I was about to say, you want to take the next category. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take it. Uh, so for best multiplayer game, we have Among Us, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Call of Duty, Warzone, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. And the winner was Among Us. Next up, we have the sports and racing games. And the nominees were Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, and this this winner... uh, I think this was one of the upsets that surprised everyone. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. 
You know, I got to admit, when this category came up, I was like, oh, great. This the category I could not give less of a shit about. And then they announced the winner. I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, these are these are two games that you and I grew up on. I don't know. if you, Did you play them? I played them a little bit. You know, I played the demo of both of these. I had both of them. <laughs> Dude, I was broke. I'm, I, I'm not the liar. Because I remember on, I think it was either one or two on the original one, you could actually unlock Iron Man as a playable character. I forget which one it was, but like there were, dude, there were, there were special characters in all of them. Like my favorite one, um, was the one where it's whichever one you could have unlocked Darth Maul. I think I forgot which one that was, but I mean, let's pause for the fact that a game from the past that has been remastered to one of the most faithful remasters that you can find of a game out there beat out all the other games yeah this um this makes tony hawk relevant again (laughs) more relevant than he was in the epic rap battles of history yes good answer and the fact that you know he's what 55 years old now and he's still kicking ass yeah, something like. Hey, I, I make jokes, but he's done more work than I have. No, that's true. He's probably broken more bones than all of us. Uh, that's true. I've only broken one. Same. Wait, does, all right. no, does my nose count? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's no, no. One. Actually, no, does it? Because that's cartilage. No, I don't think that counts. No, it doesn't uh, count. No, I'm not going to count it. <laughs> but let's get back to it before we <laughs> start discussing the uh, finer points of human anatomy and <laughs> talk about Cyberpunk 2077. Um. So, uh, Sim Strategy Game. The nominees were Microsoft Flight Simulator, Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, and XCOM Chimera Squad. The winner was Microsoft Flight Simulator. Another oldie, but game that still keeps going on. Indeed. Hey, didn't we? Don't we know somebody who uh, who did some work in Desperados 3? Oh, I have no idea. I know we Let do. I know we know someone that did work on uh, Last of Us 2. Hey, I know somebody who, um, I know some people who worked on, who were in The Last of Us 2. Do I? I might not know people who were in The Last of Us 2, but I definitely know some people who were in uh, Genshin Impact and Final Fantasy VII Remake. So up next is the family game category, and the nominees were Paper Mario Origami King. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot It's About Time, and Minecraft Dungeons. And the winner was Animal Crossing New Horizons. All right, you like like what I did there, where I just mixed them all up? That's pretty cool. Although I thought you might have missed Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, but that's just me not listening. No, I think you're right. I think I did miss that one. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't win, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Nah, you got you got to say it was it was at least nominated. Hey, blooper reel. Yes, half the blooper reel is gonna consist of stuff from this episode. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, for the record, Fall Guys was nominated for best family game. It just didn't win. Yes. All right, so um, best fighting game was as follows. The nominees are Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, Under Night in Birth. Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Undernight Inbirth EXE Late CRL, and Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. And the winner was Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. 
a surprise to no one, apparently. Yeah. Well, I think One Punch Man didn't win because no one knew about that game. No, that's fair. I I knew it, okay, I knew it was I knew it existed. I just didn't know it was released yet. <laughs> and that's Next, the problem. <clears throat> Next category is RPGs. And not rocket propelled grenades, if you're wondering. Although that will be a very interesting gaming category. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the nominees were Yakuza Like a Dragon. Genshin Genshin? How do you say that? Genshin. Genshin Impact. Persona 5 Royale. Wasteland 3 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake. With the winner being dun, 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 Final Fantasy 7 Remake. And a uh, huge, and since I know that she already announced this, a massive congratulations to Danielle McRae, who voices Gwen. And who was on this episode, on, not on this episode, who was on this show earlier talking about it too. Indeed. Um, I also have one more congratulations <clears> to. <throat> Bit of congratulations. I don't even know if that's correct grammar. Uh, huge congratulations to Karina Bogater, and I really hope I said your name, your last name properly, because I have never said it before. Um, <laughs> who played the role of Paimon in Genshin Impact? Sorry you didn't win, but it was great to be nominated. It's your turn. Oh right, it is my turn. <laughs> I'm so hyper. Um, best action adventure game. Uh, the nominees are. Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and The Last of Us Part Two. And the winner is The Last of Us Part Two. Big surprise there. Not. Indeed. And next category is the best action game. And the nominees were I don't need help with uh Nio 2. Neo 2. Neo, okay. Neo 2. Streets of Rage 4. I didn't even know there was a third Streets of Rage, to be honest. No, that one's old school. I think that one came out for the Genesis back in the day. I thought the first two did. They did? Yeah. Streets of Rage is is old, dude. So are we, if we remember that. Don't say that. (laughs) I don't want to believe it. Half-Life Alex, a game that probably disappointed a lot of people because it's not Half-Life 3. It's more Half-Life. Doom Eternal and Hades. And the winner is Hades. Which was a surprise to me because I thought Doom Eternal was going to take that one. I know, right? Uh, that's the one of the least of my disappointments. Um, so for best innovation in accessibility, Assassin's Creed Valhalla... Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part Two, Watch Dogs Legion, and Grounded. And their winner was The Last of Us Part Two. And the best in VR and augmented reality game, the nominees were Marvel's Iron Man VR, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, <clears throat> Half-Life Alex, Dreams, and Star Wars Squadrons. And the winner was Half-Life Alex. Best community support. And the nominees are Destiny 2, Fortnite, Apex Legends, Valorant, 
No Man's Sky, and Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. And their winner was Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. And next category is Best Mobile Games. And the nominees were Legends of Runeterra, Call of Duty Mobile, Pokemon Cafe Mix, Genshin Impact, and Among Us. With the winner being Among Us. Best Debut Indie Game. The nominees were Carrion, Raji, an Ancient Epic, Roki, and Mortal Shell, and Phasmophobia. And the winner was Phasmophobia. Best Indie Game. The nominees were Carrion, Splunk, uh, Spelunky 2, Spiritfarer, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, and Hades, with the winner being Hades. Best Ongoing Game. The nominees were Destiny 2, Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone, No Man's Sky, and Apex Legends. And the winner was, surprising literally everyone, I know, no right? No Man's Sky. That one, it's kind of like a big big redemption story, because five years ago, they suffered mass, a massive class action lawsuit people were refunding on all the systems and on steam because they had released an incomplete game that hadn't barely any of the features that they had promised when that game came out it's absolutely true um and and now they beat out Fortnite. it's true like destiny what's his name uh sean murray the dude who was like basically the face of no man's sky i remember his (laughs) I remember the part of his speech where he's like, "Just like um, Fortnite's been beating us for years." <laughs> it, it must have felt so good to beat out Fortnite for anybody to beat out Fortnite, but for for No Man's Sky to beat out Fortnite, dude. Hey, Sean Murray and Hello Games, congratulations to you guys. You exactly, were exactly yeah. That makes me want to go out and buy the game now. And let's let's also mention the fact that. Not only the fact that they beat out Fortnite, they beat out one of the world's most popular free-to-play games. Oh, they beat out like all of these were he- all these nominees were heavy hitters with regard to free-to-play um, ongoing multiplayer online games. Every single one of them, and No Man's Sky beat them all this year. And if there's one thing, if there's if there's one thing you can take away from that entire story, is that. No matter how far down you start, you can turn it around. It's going to take a lot of work, but you can turn it around. So I believe this one's your turn. Yes, it is. Next category is Games for Impact. I think that's a brand new category. I've never heard of that category before. Uh, That category was around for at least last year. Um, it's a category, I believe, that touches that um, Games for Impact is a category that covers games that have a strong narrative with regard to like current social issues. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. So the nominees were If Found, Spiritfare, Through the Darkest of Times. Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, and Tell Me Why, with the winner being Tell Me Why. And to clarify, the I went to the Game Awards website. Um, 
their explanation for games for impact is for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Just to clarify what that was, what, what that all meant. So I was right, but in a wrong way. Anyway, best performance. Uh, Daisuke, uh, sorry, the best performance. And the nominees are Daisuke Tsuji as Gene from Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham as Hades from Hades. Naji Jer... Naji Jeterm, oh god, that was, I really hope I didn't mess that up. <laughs> Naji Jeterm, uh, as Miles Morales in Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Laura Bailey as Abby from The Last of Us Part 2. And Ashley Johnson as Ellie from The Last of Us Part 2. And the winner was Laura Bailey as Abby from The Last of Us Part 2. And, and a hearty congratulations I give to Laura Bailey, who was not only one of my favorite voice actresses, but who is well-deserving of this award in the face of all the backlash that she experienced for playing a part. You should never have to be experienced that kind of backlash for just playing a character. I mean, I... I I think of it in one of two ways, and part of it's because I'm a little masochistic with my, um, with with regard to how I look at acting. One, if you've affected people so deeply with your performance that they attack you for something that your character did, you must have done something right. Now, <laughs> this here is part two that absolutely does not condone any any form of online harassment or death threats or anything like that. So if I if I find out that anybody listening here has done that to this person or anybody else, we might have to have a stern talking to. <laughs> but seriously, don't do it. It's mean. Next category was audio design. With the category with the nominees being Last of Us Part Two, Half Life Alex. Resident Evil 3, Doom Eternal, and Ghost of Tsushima, with the winner being Last of Us Part 2. Now, I saw some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff with regard to The Last of Us Part 2's audio design, and they deserve that one. I'm, I'll, I'll give that to them. So, um, score and music. Best score and music. And the nominees are Hades, The Last of Us Part 2, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And the winner was Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm absolutely not surprised about that. I mean, it's Nobu Ometsu, so <laughs> that's a heavy-hitting force you'd be reckoned with right there. It's true. Um, I would actually... Just to make a quick correction on that, technically it's it's Nobuo Uematsu. A lot of the um, a lot of the tracks were based on his original composition for the game, but there are a ton of new tracks in there. I should know. I'm playing through it right now. <laughs> I wonder if they used any of the tracks from Advent Children as well. So far, they've not, and I kind of hope that they don't. I do hope with the One Ring Angel one, they do use the. One from Advent Children because that one was that was an awesome rendition of it. Oh, that one rips. Um, the only issue that I have is that they kind mm. of change. 
So One Winged Angel <clears throat> has lyrics to it. And those lyrics, believe it or not, are actually um, relevant to Sephiroth's character in Final Fantasy VII. In the uh, in Advent Children, they changed those lyrics because though the new updated lyrics are now relevant to Sephiroth's character in um, in Advent Children. So my hope is that they go back and make lyrics that are um, that are relevant to Sephiroth's character in Final Fantasy VII Remake rather than doing one or the other. If that makes any sense. That does make sense. That would actually be cool. I still need to play it. It's pretty awesome. If I if if I ever get done with it, I'll let you borrow it. Definitely, definitely. And up next is Art Direction. And the nominees were Hades, Last of Us Part Two, Ori and the Will Wisp, Final Fantasy Remake, and Ghosts of Tsushima, with the winner being Ghosts of Tsushima. That is a beautiful game, and I'm glad that that won something, at least. (laughs) I've seen the screenshots, and it makes me want to play it. If I ever get done with that one, too. Hey, you know (laughs) who to call. (laughs) (laughs) All right, best narrative. And the nominees were 13 Sentinels. uh, Let me try that again. The nominees were 13 Sentinels, Igis Rim, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, The Last of Us Part Two, and Ghost of Tsushima. And the winner was The Last of Us Part Two. Believe it or not, that one kind of pissed me off. <laughs> Let me now, granted, one. I haven't played through The Last of Us Part Two yet, so I don't know how that narrative goes, but Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima's story <clears throat> is really, really good and different from a lot of games I've played. At least as far as the narrative goes. So it's an excellent story, and I recommend if you're into story, buy that game. And up next is most anticipated game, with the nominees being Halo Infinite, God of War sequel, The Legend of The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild sequel, Resident Evil Village. Horizon Forbidden West. Let me try that one again. Horizon Forbidden West. And Elden Ring with the winner being Elden Ring. Now, this one surprised me. When I was watching the Game Awards, I could have sworn the winner was probably going to be either Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel or the God of War sequel. But Elden Ring, that game must have some hype behind it. I'm going to have to look that up because I had never heard of it. Um, well, it's from Software. The, the guys that made um, Bloodborne and uh, Dark Souls. But the story, I think it was like the story supervision. or The, the writer for the story is basically uh, George R. R. Martin. Oh, okay. So everybody so, dies. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, that's right up from Software's alley. Have you ever played <laughs> a From Software game? Literally everybody dies. I'll have to check them. I'll have to check their games out. Um, last year, last year's game of the year, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, another From Software game. 
And I can tell you from firsthand experience, it is fantastic. All right, so best game direction. And the nominees were Ghost of Tsushima, Half-Life Alex, The Last of Us Part Two, Hades, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the winner was The Last of Us Part Two. Not surprised. And finally, last but not least, is the big award that every game developer wants to get, but only few ever get in their lifetime. And that category is Game of the Year Edition, and the nominees are Hades, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, and Last of Us Part Two, and the winner was, no surprise, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, honestly, The Last of Us Part Two, <laughs> having taken away so many awards this year, I was actually surprised that it took away this many awards. Yeah, me too. I mean, there there was a lot of heavy contenders in in all those categories as well. It's true. Um. You know what this ultimately means. This ultimately means this means I'm gonna have to get off my ass and actually finish The Last of Us one so I can play this freaking game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think I, I'm just at the part where they escape the city. Oh, you're I'm, not that far in. No, I'm not. Wow. It's on my I, list. I got distracted. I got game. I got a bad case of game ADD. Oh, so do I. Actually, I feel really bad because. Um, one of my uh, one of my classmates in with in one of my voiceover classes contacted contacted me a while ago, asking if uh, just for practice we wanted to do a scene that's late in the game between Ellie and Joel, and I was gonna be Joel and she was gonna be <laughs> Ellie, and I'm like you know I I'd love to do it but I'm not the, I'm not there in the game yet. If you let me catch up. I'd be more than willing to get there and 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 do it with you because then I'll have the context for it and everything. You, you know, you just mm-hmm. want to, you don't want to spoil yourself by doing something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, at least three years later, actually, no, it was more like four or five years later. I still haven't done it. <laughs> okay. And I do feel bad. I do honestly feel bad. So um, <laughs> you'll see if you're listening. I'm going to get right on that. <laughs> okay, so that wraps up this part. So, Nathan, what are you playing right now? Right now, I'm juggling... Uh, God, I'm juggling like five games. <laughs> uh, but the one I'm playing more... The one I'm focusing on playing more is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Sounds nice, sounds nice. Let's see, what am I playing... Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. What was I playing last night? What were you playing last night? Oh, yeah, so what I'm currently playing, like I said, I have game ADD, but right now I'm really into Need for Speed Heat. I really love racing games where I can actually modify my car. Nice. Must have been a big fan of Need for Speed Underground. Huh? You must have been a big fan of Need for Speed Underground back in the day. Oh, yeah, I think Dub Edition was the one that started it all. Was it? Wait, no. Dub Edition was um. Uh, wasn't that Midnight Club? That was Midnight Club, but that pretty much started a lot of the card modification stuff games that came out. Oh, uh, you know what? You're right. You're so and, right. And uh, 
So do you have any game recommendations or do you have any games to tell people to stay away from? Um, I don't have very many games that I'm willing to tell people to stay away from. I do definitely have some recommendations. And a lot of them, to be honest, were on the list this year. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, again, is a fantastic game if you're into single-player story-driven games. It controls pretty easy. The, The story is really captivating. And they did a ton of work with regard to audio. Like, not only did they do, like, English, and this, again, uh, and bear in mind, this is an American uh, studio that's done this game. They, of course, did an English track, but they also did a Japanese track. But in addition to that, they made a Kurosawa mode, which puts your visuals in black and white with, like, heavy film grain effects. Mm-hmm. Um, makes the the language Japanese... And also adds a, an old recording quality to all of the audio. So oh my god, it, I was so it feels to... like you're it feels just like you're playing a Kurosawa movie. Oh my god, I was listening to uh, Thank You for Spieling with Eric Skull, and he was actually talking about that on his show as well. Was he really? Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, how's he doing? He's doing good. We're actually going to have him on for another episode. We're going to be doing a Twisted Metal special. Sweet. Means I got to break out my old copy of Twisted Metal for the PS3. Wait, you actually played it? Not yet. You haven't played the old ones? (laughs) No, I... Twisted Metal was one of those games I always heard about. Ones that came out. Sure, as long as I'm available. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually bringing Desmond on, too. Oh, nice! Yeah, Sweet, that'd be cool. Yeah, he, he he agreed to come onto the show. Awesome. So yeah, my game. I don't have a game recommendation right now. I have one that maybe you should stay away from. Have you ever played a game that has a really amazing story, but the controls are just wonky that you just can or wonky or so weirdly set up? You're just like, I can't play this no more. I want to know how it ends, but these controls just kill the game. Yes, and they're making a remaster. So the game I'm talking about is Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, I heard so much good stuff about that game. It's a good story. It's just the combat system is so... weird. I had a feeling. From what I heard, they were trying to make this, like medieval like a realistic medieval game as far as the combat the combat goes yeah that and i think that's kind of what killed it for me because it just it was so hard to get used to you had to like to slash and dodge you had to like use your your directional button or the joystick and you have to try to predict the movement of the guy that you're fighting and i died so many times that I was oh, like, yeah. you know what, I just can't do this anymore. I want to know how it ends, but I think I'll just go watch the playthroughs on, uh, on uh, what do you call it, on YouTube. Because there's just, at that point, I was just fed up, and it was, to me it wasn't worth it if I just, it was giving me this much trouble. Oh, you know what? I do have a game that I would recommend that people just skip. Which one? Um, <clears throat> ladies, gentlemen, others. Everybody out there, 
don't you dare ever play the legend of Korra. <laughs> it's one of those games where you would swear would be good. Like it's, it's, it takes place in a world where it, it takes place in the avatar world. So, so in my head, yeah, we like, all said okay, that about the avatar movie. This is going to turn out good. And look what we got. Well, yeah, but that's M night Shyamalan. <laughs> but like, follow me here for a second. You got like elemental superpowers You've got like a heavy emphasis on hand-to-hand combat, like um, like martial art, like big martial arts game, like big martial arts title. Um, but you've also got platinum games behind the development, and it sucks. <laughs> now I don't think you'd actually be able to find it anymore because I, if I remember correctly, the license expired for the developer to be able to distribute it. I don't think it was renewed. And it was online only. So good luck finding it. But if you ever do find it, just give it a pass. <laughs> and you uh, I pay money for it. I bet we can all find it for free somewhere. <laughs> you probably could. Especially if it doesn't have a license. <laughs> and with that... Sadly, another episode has come to an end. Hopefully, this will be up in two days' time with very little editing and with an extra large blooper reel. Hey, guys, this is just the consequence of us staying up super late and uh, recording a podcast when we should be in bed with our wives. I know, right? Anyway, uh, this is uh, Gamer News Radio, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.